Hi. Hi. You. Hi. Yes. Hi. It's me, Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture, because it could potentially be the kind that bums you out the least. Now, back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. But now, teaming up with another person who is, I mean, still, still we're doing this in 2023. We're, we're, we're still avoiding studios. We're still not hanging out in person. It's all more frowned upon than, you know, uh, cheating on your longtime uh, girlfriend who you met when you uh, worked at Sexy Unique Restaurant. And then and it, it's also, it's Raquel, who's like, nobody trusts Raquel in the first place. And she was going out with the other Tom. I don't, I actually don't really understand the whole uh, Vanderpump Rules scandal, but I do love that they worked at Sexy Unique Restaurant. That's the part of it that I'm still stuck on. Anyway, this is all beside the point for now. It is one comedian, one player against another. And to win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, maybe the, the great comebacks that they've been saving in a, in, in a voice note. To earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus, that'll automatically give their opinion on streaming television's metamorphosis right back into cable. More weight than a civilian's. Let's get into it. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Let's meet our players. Our first contestant is a writer who hosts the Daily Tech News podcast. It's Tom Merritt. Hi, I am not a comedian. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. Maybe you are. Who Maybe knows? this will be the uncovering. We'll find out. Who yeah. knows? Who knows what you have within you? It actually says the Daily Tech New podcast. Daily Did Tech I, News is, show is it is the news. Okay. Rather uninventive name of the show. Yeah. Well, okay. So what's what's I mean, this is March 9th. It, this news will be will be six days out of date by the time this drops. <laughs> what's the tech news of the day? Oh, the tech news of the day is all about Chat GPT. Y'all heard about Chat GPT? Only in terms of the fact that it'll eventually replace me as a writer. And yeah. and by eventually I mean by the end of March. And podcasters uh, and yeah, yeah, it's mostly writing my show now. Oh. Yeah, geez, Louise, what is what is your take on it? Is it is it good? Is it evil? Uh, yeah, my actual take is that it's just another tool. We're gonna pretty quickly run up against the limits of what it can do. Uh, it'll get better over time, but we'll just start figuring out what it's good for, what it's not, and as humans slip into that niche of what it's not good at, and hopefully live there. Mm hmm. Okay, here's hoping. Here's yep. hoping. Good <laughs> lord. Yeah, us uh, us creatives are. Hanging on by a thread. We don't need the extra competition. Thank you. Now is not the time. Wait one year. Just give us a let year. us let us get the the pandemic fully behind us. Then you can do the robot that writes better than me. All right. Thank you, Tom Merritt, for being here. I'm already bummed out. Our second contestant <laughs> is a comedian uh, who you can check out on her web series Quarren Dream. Jeffrey Elizabeth Copeland. Hello. 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 Welcome to our show. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. Hi, hi. Uh, hi, hi. Where uh, where are you zooming in from? I am zooming in from Harlem, New York on 125th uh -huh. Street. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so nice. if you hear people screaming outside, everything is fine. Everything's all good. That's just New yeah. York being New York. Uh, how How is everything in the city right now? You know, it's great. It's like we're finally kind of you know, fully bounced back from the pandemic. I went to a very crowded, angry stand-up show the other day. It was great. 
uh, everything's uh-huh. slowly coming back. Yeah, it's great. Good times. It. It's very cold. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I love it. As long as we're angry in a stand-up show, that's all that really matters. Yeah. Uh, All right, you have met our players. It is now time to see which of them has the better grasp of what really matters this week, pop culturally speaking. So if you're ready, players, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story, person, thing, event, whatever of the past week or two. All right. Uh, We'll start with you, Tom. I think uh, this story is tragically undercovered. There is no time zone on the moon. Okay, talk me through it. And the European Space Agency would like to fix that. Uh, Right now, if you send a mission to the moon, uh, which more private companies are planning to do, you just Uh have to set your own time and sync it to whatever time you have. But the plans are to put a space station in orbit around the moon. And so the European Space Agency is starting to have talks about creating standards so that everybody is on the same clock the way here, everybody's on the same clock with like things like GPS and everything, you know, so you know where you are in the world. Uh, they, they need to create a time zone for the moon. I actually support that idea now that you mention it. Uh, what should it be? Should it be like Greenwich Mean Time? Should it be like real chill Pacific time like we have out here? What do you what do you think? Yeah, I, that's what they're trying to figure out is, is should it just be like the same thing as Greenwich Mean Time or UTC or whatever you call it? But I, I kind of like Pacific Pacific Standard Time, Pacific yeah. Daylight Time, whatever we're in. Maybe no daylight yeah. saving. I'm I'm kind of one of those people. I don't know about yes. y'all. That like let's just have one time all year round. But yeah. and it could be daylight saving time all year round. I'm fine with that. Whatever. Yeah. Let's or we just could just all get on the... moon time. Whatever. There it is. I like moon time. <laughs> I like moon time. I like it. Okay, Jeffrey, what's your what's your story? What's your pitch? Yeah, so uh, we just came out of Black History Month, right? Nine days out, mm-hmm. ten days out. Woo-woo! And Woo. I re- <laughs> had a lot of great and things. just yesterday, it was uh, International Women's Day. All the things. All the things. I mean. That, I mean, we're rolling wow. tens, you know, but. I love it. I recently found out that there was a street in Queens that was named after the Jackie Robinson, Right. Shout out Uh, to him. mm -hmm. And they spelled his name wrong, which the whole Department of Transportation completely missed this, which is insane because it's not like W.E.B. Du Bois where it's like, you know, kind of hard or French or whatever. Like it's Jackie Robinson. How do you mess that up? Number one. How how did they mess it up? Like what? what, How did they spell it? Yeah. They spelled it J.A.K.I.E., which is like, come on, America. Let's get it together. Jackay, I don't know. Right. (laughs) Also, I'd like to also mention that this was the Department of Transportation, which is like, what else are y'all doing? Have you been Mm -hmm. on an NYC street lately? We got to get our priorities in order, folks. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. And we got to get this fixed before, you know, there's finally a Jackay Harry street. (laughs) We got we got it. We got to get our Jackies in order. We do. All right. I love it. It's Jackie versus Moon Time. Those are your buzz in words. On this very special episode of Troubled Waters. Okay, keep those buzzing words at the ready as we move forward. You're not going to need your buzzing words for this first round. We'll go to you in turn. It is a round we are calling Higher or Lower to the Higher or Lower Inning. Uh, this month, we have seen a whole lot of sequels getting released. Creed 3, John Wick 4, Screen 6. Seems like nobody has any new ideas anymore, so we're not going to have any either. Uh, we decided to do a higher or lower round again. So in this round, I will give you a series of film franchises. You tell me whether each one has a greater number 
of official entries in the series or a lesser number of entries in the series than the previous one. So we're not counting remakes, we're not counting reboots, just movies in the original continuity. Uh, however, if the franchise splits into two or more parallel timelines because they decided to ignore the original continuity, <laughs> we are counting those films. So it's highly subjective. So I guess just guess and we'll give you our answer based on how we feel. But that's basically how this is going to go. Seems okay. fair. Yeah, right. Listen, it is no more or less fair than a, than a usual round on this show. And yes. I love that about us. Uh, okay. We are uh, not counting National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2. I don't know why. Uh, okay. We will start with Scream. Our baseline is Scream. As you know, six entries. The sixth just came out. Did I just look online for spoilers rather than see it? That's correct. Yes, I did. I don't have the energy for people getting all cut up anymore. Just tell me what happens. Tell me if Gail lives. That's all I want to know. And I do know, by the way. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. So, we'll start. Okay. Scream is our baseline with six. Number one, Police Academy, higher or lower than six. Jeffrey? Lower. Oh, I'm afraid it's higher. There are wow. seven Police Academy really? films, starting with Police Academy proper and ending with Mission to Moscow. Hmm. Okay, so that was seven. <laughs> Tom, Jurassic Park, higher or lower? I'm not trying to remember your rules now. I'm going to say lower. Yeah. Lower is correct. There are six films in the Jurassic Park franchise. One point for you and Moon Time. Okay, back to you, Jeffrey. The National Lampoon Vacation Series, higher or lower than six? Jurassic uh, Park's six. Uh, let's see. I'm going to guess higher. Oh, Jeffrey, Lower. Lower! All these, all these 80 movies. I wasn't born until the 90s. Okay, all right. Stop bragging about being young. We get it. All right. No, there are five films in the official National Lampoon Vacation series, beginning in 1983 with Vacation and ending with 2015's Vacation, starring Ed Helms as Rusty Griswold, who was played by Anthony Michael Hall in the original. Hmm. Okay. All right. Back to you, Tom. Hmm. Friday the 13th. That, that, so that was five. Friday the 13th, higher or lower? Then five. Man, there's a lot of them. Uh, I'll guess higher. Higher is correct. There are, in fact, 11 films wow. in that series. <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to name them. Uh, okay. Back to you, Jeffrey. Halloween, higher or lower? And for clarity, we're not including Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, because it stands outside the core continuity of the hmm. series. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess higher. Oh, Jeffrey, lower. They had 10. They had 10. So 10 close, films though. in the series. So very close. Very close. Okay, Tom, back to you. Uh, the Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious, higher or lower than 10? Lower. Lower is correct, but it's very close. There are currently nine, films nine right? in, in yeah. the Fast and the Furious uh, franchise. However, uh, the tenth is coming in that, May. Yeah, that you you saw my wheels turning as I. That's right. Calculated that's right. That. That's right. I saw it and I appreciate it. Also, Hobbs yes, and Shaw right. doesn't count, right? No, it doesn't because I guess that's a whole different thing. Right. Right. Uh, but yes, uh, uh, Fast Fast Ten is coming out. How how it's not Fast Ten Your Seatbelts? I don't understand. But whatever. Oh, seriously. Okay. Oh. Seriously. Okay. Right? So now we are at ten. Back to you, Jeffrey. Nightmare on Elm Street, higher or lower than ten? Definitely higher. 
definitely lower, Jeffrey. What? <laughs> yeah, there are eight films. There are eight films in the okay. Nightmare on Elm Street series. This this game exactly does not line up with your uh, movie sequel knowledge base. Just That's I'm gonna bounce back. Sometimes I'll get. Well, you're absolutely I'll... gonna bounce back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll rally back. I believe. You. Okay, so we're at eight. We're at eight. Back to you, Tom. The Land Before Time, higher or lower? Lower. Oh, Tom, you disgust me. Higher. <laughs> there are 14 films. 14. There are 14 films in the Land Before Time series, which include The Invasion of the Tiny Sauruses oh. and most recently 2016's Journey of the Brave. Oh. So there you go. At the end of that round, Tom, Tom's got a slight lead with uh, three, <laughs> two, Jeffrey's nothing. But that, again, again, very, very uh, yeah. early. And things are absolutely all over the place. I'm very so. slow at buzzing in. You're going to be fine, Jeffrey. It's all <laughs> going to be good. It's all going to be good. Okay. This one you will buzz in for. It is a round we are calling Stephen King Remade. There is a new remake of Stephen King's Children of the Corn coming out this month. So we thought we would mark that auspicious occasion with a few Stephen King remakes of our very own. But we haven't got the budget to make any movies, we barely got the budget to do a podcast. So our remakes will take the form of anagrams, which are free. Everyone can do an anagram. So I'm going to give you new titles made up of anagrams of Stephen King titles, Stephen King movie titles. You got to work out what the original title was. And then for a bonus point, you can tell me the terrifying plot of the new the new movie with the anagram title. Mm. It'll make sense once we get started, which let's. Okay, number one. I, Mr. Yes. I, comma, Mr. Yes. <clears throat> Moon time. Yes, Tom? Rimsy. Uh, I can't accept Rimsy. <laughs> no, no, okay. Can't accept Rimsy. This is supposed to be the easy one, isn't it? <laughs> no. Well, no man, who knows? Who knows? I'm not gonna, I won't spoil. No spoilers. I, Mr. Yes. Four, three, two, one. Misery. Misery. All right, Kathy Bates I'm Oscar. I, I. I Mr. Yes. Yeah. It's just right there at the top. It's my own fault. Separated by a comma yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was uh, James Conn got his uh, ankles all beat up. It was uh, it was terrifying. Misery. Uh, but for a bonus point, anyone can buzz in and do this. Give me the terrifying plot of I, Mr. Yes. Moon time. Yes. A man who could never say no says Ooh. yes to everything, including the death of everyone around him. <gasps> Oh my god, how terrifying. Yeah, you get a bonus point for that. Oh, and he like and when he enters the room, he says, Hi, Mr. Yes. <laughs> yes. He has to announce himself. He's one of those kind of people. Okay. Number two, and this is coming up in the chat, so you can look at it, write it down, move the letters around. Okay. Uh okay, number two. Hi. Sing then. Hi. Sing then. Oh, Mr. or uh, Moontime. Yes. Mr. Moontime. Mr. Moontime. Uh, the, the Shining. The Shining! Uh, the yeah. Shining. But you know what? I want to hear from you, Jeffrey. Give me the terrifying plot of Hi, Sing Then. Oh my gosh, I can totally do this. So this is starring Beyonce, and she welcomes people into a hotel, and she forces them to sing her hits, and when they don't oh. do it correctly, which no one can, she mm, kills them. Not. Yeah. She kills them. A trap door opens. Yes. Oh, terrible. Yes. Hi, yeah. I'm Beyonce. Sing Then. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Terrifying. Honestly, just thinking about it frightens me. Okay. Uh, two points for you for that one. I love it. Number three. Number three. Pam T's Eatery. 
keys. Are you putting? I, I hear keys tapping. Are you putting this in an anagram? No, no, Letter no. Mover? I'm just putting it on notepad. <laughs> okay. okay. I would be so much faster if I was cheating. <laughs> here, yeah. Here, okay. Here are some clues. This was recently remade with John Lithgow. Pet Cemetery. Oh God, Pets- uh, Jackie. Yes. <laughs> Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery is correct. Oh, a terrifying movie. But what terrifying events happen in Pam T's eatery, Jeffrey? Oh my gosh, in Pam T's eatery, it's starring Kathy Bates, and she's running a diner out of like someplace out west. And you come and women bring men that they're courting to fall in love with them. But then what ends up happening is like something really bad. I don't know. Maybe like they get like acne or something. I don't know. But the men end up dying. Yeah. Oh, man. No, there's honestly not enough dermatological uh, issues in uh, Stephen King books. I find those very terrifying (laughs) in real life. It's weird. He hasn't capitalized on it. Uh, Yes. Bonus point to you. Oh, we got a game. It's five, four. Number four, car ire. Jackie. Yes. Carrie. Carrie is correct. Point to you. So, Jeffrey, tell me the the plot of Car Ire. Car Ire. Ooh, yeah. It's about young teenagers, and they each have, like, really terrible cars that they got from their parents, and they can't afford to put gas in them, and they end up stranded on the side of the road, and this killer kills them. (gasps) Oh, dear God. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) He just kills them and... That's the end. It's a short one. Yeah, that's movie. it. <laughs> uh, car Ire. Extra point for you for that one. Jeffrey's in the lead. Six, five. Number five. This is a tricky one. Her conflicted horn. Her conflicted horn. And the, the, the clue on this one is I mentioned it in the introduction to this round. Well, it shows how much we paid attention. <laughs> I was thinking See? about. That's the thing. That's the thing. You must never ignore me. I will not ignore you. <laughs> the answer was in the test. Uh, it's there's uh, spooky farm children. Uh, just... Oh, moon time. Oh, moon time. Children of the corn. Children of the corn is correct. Anyone can buzz in right now for a bonus point. Give me the plot of her conflicted horn. Jackie, so Her Conflicted Horn stars a young woman, and this is a Lifetime movie, obviously, Mm. but it stars a young woman who is beautiful, and she goes on all these dates, but she accidentally kills all of her dates, and nobody knows why. And then in the end, you learn that she's actually a unicorn, but like a (laughs) werewolf kind of thing. And so she's Uh like stabbing these men with her unicorn horn. Oh, wow. The special effects budget is going to be huge. I can't either. I can't either. And finally... T.I. Yeah, Moon. Moon t- oh, God. Yes, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. It. You got in. It. it is correct. And anyone can buzz in and tell me the terrifying plot of the horror film. T.I. Moon time. Yes. Yes. A possessed calculator made by Texas Instruments rampages around the world, killing <laughs> students at math tests. Wow. Incredible. Incredible, especially when you have like a real life horror movie with the rapper T.I. unfolding in real time, (laughs) always. But yes, well done. At the end of that round, we have a tie, eight points apiece. Oh my goodness. We're going to take a little break. We're going to take a little break. Uh, We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do, we're going to shake it off. We're going to splash some water on our face. We're just going to like, we're going to find our center and we're going to come back fighting and scrapping with our next round after this quick break. 
you won't know Ross and Carrie free beef and dairy all day. Max Fun Drive. Hey, chef, we got another one. Another Max Fun Drive. People know it's the best time to support the shows they love. You tell them I'll meet up days back? Sure did. They wanted to know about the live streams, though. Those are finishing up right now. We can even send one out on the first night, March 20th. March 20th, chef! I'll give them a heads up. Uh, they also wanted the limited time thank you gifts for new and upgrading members. Yep, and we got some fresh episodes ready to go too. All right, we got exciting live streams, meetup day, fresh episodes, limited time gifts. Oh, and Boca. Yeah, um, okay, let them know that Max Fun Drive 2023 will be ready on um, March 20th, and it'll only be two weeks. Two weeks, chef! Max Fun Drive starts on March 20th for just two weeks. No problem. Order up! Shoot, I forgot their water. Hello, and welcome to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Tom Merritt and Jeffrey Elizabeth Copeland. Our next round is our sound round. Uh, it is called Punchers and Casters. There's a new Dungeons and Dragons movie coming out, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, Chris Pine, looking all cute in it. Uh, it releases in theaters at the end of this month, which is the only time in history that a D&D party has stuck to a schedule, am I right? <laughs> um, so this film, we hope, will be an improvement over the D&D movie from the year 2000, uh, but it won't uh, repeat the achievement of uh, allowing Jeremy Irons to uh, buy a castle, which he did. Anyway, in honor of uh, the f that this movie, Honor Among Thieves, our very nerdy D&D loving writers have whittled their love of the complicated role-playing game system down to a simple musical game. They've distilled the two types of player characters down to fighters and wizards, or punchers and casters. We'll play you a series of song clips, you must ring in and tell me, as soon as you know, whether it is a song about fighting or a song about magic. If it's about fighting, you say punchers. If it's about magic, you say casters. Who is this dog we see behind us? <laughs> That's Nino Brown. Oh, Nino Brown. Hi, Nino Brown. Give him a scritch at the end of this game, please. Uh, okay. If it's fighting, you say punchers. If it's magic, you say casters. That's it. You don't even need dice. Here we go. Number one, buzz in when you know. Moon time. Yes. Puncher. Yes. What's the song? Street Fighting Man. Yes. That is correct. Yeah, I'll give you an extra point if you can name the song. Uh, okay. There you go. Couple points to you. Well done. Street Fighting Man by the Rolling Stones. Uh, okay. Number two. Jackie. Yes. <laughs> that is a puncher? Yes. Song's fighting. What is it? Who is it? I'll give you an extra point for either. I know it's LL Cool J, right? That's LL correct. Cool yes. Okay. Mama said knock you out. Oh. It happened before you were born. We know, Jeffrey. You don't have to tell us. Okay. I, I was shamed that I didn't know that sooner. I was like, I can't name my dog Nino Brown and not know that song. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you got it. You got it. It all worked out, okay? <laughs> Number three. Moon time. Yes, Caster. Caster is correct. What's the song? Magic Man by Heart. Magic Man by Heart. Not so much a song about magic as it is a song about, um, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, kids. Magic. 
kids doing it in the 70s. <laughs> but that's magic in its way. Right. Uh, okay, number four. You know what? You, you don't seem to know it, but I will give two points to whoever can tell me what uh, Mass Market Pharmaceutical has uh, <laughs> stolen that song for their jingle. Oh, no. It's it's the hot pharmaceutical of the moment. I really need to watch more commercials. It's commercial has well, commercials sometimes on, but it's more like people are talking about this one. As a matter of fact, on the cover of New York Magazine right now, you're oh, in New York, Jeff. I need to read more books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jackie, I'm just gonna yes. swing for the fences. Uh, is it for ED? No, no, oh, no, okay. no, no. Okay, okay. so uh, I'll go back to the beginning. That song was Magic from the 70s. It was from a band called Pilot. It was kind of their only hit song. <gasps> but right now, and in fact, for the past several years, it has been the jingle for Ozempic. <laughs> oh, oh, oh Ozempic. Wow. Yep. I had no yep. idea. What is yep. Ozempic? What does it do? It's a, uh, it is a drug that is used to treat type 2 diabetes. Um, but it also, if you don't have that, it just sort of uh, like makes your metabolism go crazy and you lose weight. Oh, right. Yeah. And okay. you barf all the time. You barf oh. All the time. Yeah. Um, just yeah, like in don't, the 70s. Don't, don't do it. Don't fucking do it, people. God almighty. Love your body. All right. Number five. Moon time. Yes. Puncher. Puncher. What's the song? Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting Elton John. Elton John, that is correct. I can give you an extra point for that. Although, if you are fighting on a Saturday night dressed like uh, Elton John, that is a form of magic. Oh, uh, number six. Moon time. Yes. Caster. Tom. Caster is correct. What's the song? Magic Carpet Ride. Mm-hmm. And just out of curiosity, can you name who? Steppenwolf. Does? Steppenwolf is correct. I'll be darned. Uh. You got it. Uh, okay, number seven. Moon time. Mm-hmm. Puncher. Puncher is correct. What's the song? It's uh, The Boxer by Simon yep. and Garfunkel. That is correct. The Boxer by Simon and Garfunkel. See, this is unfair because I worked in rock radio in the 80s. <laughs> it is not fair. It's not fair at all. Yeah, you know you know all the shit. You know all the Blue Oyster Cult. You <laughs> <laughs> worked in rock radio in the 80s. Where did you work in rock radio in the 80s? Uh, WPGU in Champaign, Illinois. Champagne, oh. Illinois. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. We would oh, pass I grew Champagne, up in Greenville, Illinois. Illinois, just 45 miles away from St. Louis. I'll be damned. Look at us Midwestern boys. Yeah. Podcasting it up in the middle of <laughs> Playing some Casey classics they, here. Playing some Casey classics in 2023. They said we couldn't do it, but here we are. Uh, by the way, it's my first thing that I do when I go to visit my family in St. Louis is turn on Casey, and I will hear Tom Sawyer by Rush mm -hmm. within an hour. That is a guarantee. Uh, all right, number there are like fifteen more of these. Uh, <laughs> number eight. Your hair like 
Jackie. You know, it yes. sounds like magical when I heard that yeah. woman's voice. She's like about yeah. to cast a spell on someone. Yeah. You're cast damn it. right. And you yeah. know what? I'm going to give you the extra point because, I mean, do you know the name of the song? I don't. Okay. Do you, do you want to venture a guess on the artist? Sure. Yeah, let's, sure. let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, is it... Um, uh, uh, Joan, Joan, Joan. Is it Joan? <laughs> friend Joan? No, it sounds Who works exactly at the like office. Joan. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Joan from uh, Accounts Payable. No, it's not. It's um, it is Susie and the Banshees. The song is called Spellbound. So I am going to give you an extra point for saying that you felt like she was about to cast a spell. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, and uh, let's make a note to do this, Christian. We're going to send a bonus point to Susie and the Banshees for getting the assignment exactly right. Mm-hmm. It crosses the ages, decades later. Uh, our contestant here knew that it was about casting a spell. They <laughs> did it right. So let's let's get them their point. We'll we'll mail it to them via their publicist or or whatever. We'll I'll, I'll figure out how to do that later today. Uh, okay, let's go right to number ten. Finally, Jackie. Oh, Jackie. <laughs> Christian. It was uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey? That is a puncher kung fu fighting. Yes! I'll give you two extra points if you know who did kung fu fighting. And I'll just tell you that if you gave me all day to think of who did kung fu fighting, I wouldn't be able to. And that's my whole thing. Okay. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna just, you know, we're, we're swinging big here. Uh, yeah. What is the village people? Oh, Wow. I bet I bet the song was pitched to them, but no. Uh, Carl Douglas was the person who eventually did that. Okay, this is this is a high scoring game right now. At the end of that round, Jeffrey has uh, fourteen. Tom has eighteen. It is very close. Our next round could very well be decisive, and we will get to that next round after this quick break on Troubled Waters. And now, a live reading from Rachel's Poetry Corner. Elephants Theremin's Clifton, Neopets Poorstrips Jepson, Pine Smell Jellybeans Goalie Goals, Skittles Squirrels and the Mole, Celery Chopsticks Pumpernickel, A Case of You by Joni Mitchell, Lullabies Tie-Dye The More You Know, all of these things on our wonderful show. All of these things and more wait for you on Wonderful every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Oh, wow. Hi. Thank you for coming back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. Tom Merritt and Jeffrey Elizabeth Copeland are here playing, and it is now time to wrap this up with one of our all-time favorite games, Competitive Anecdotes. This is the game where entertainers compete with the thing that they care about most in the world, stories about themselves. Uh, So we're gonna give our players a prompt. They will each be given a chance to tell a fascinating, interesting story from their own lives. I will sit in judgment over how intrigued and delighted and amused they leave me. I will then award points based on how entertained I am or how charming I find them. Or just, you know, as a direct value judgment of their selves as they have presented them to me thus far. Okay, so this episode <laughs> comes out on March 15th, the Ides of March, as we all know, two days before St. Patrick's Day. So we're going to give our players two potential prompts to pick from. 
Uh, you can tell us a story about a time you were deeply, deeply betrayed by someone else or betrayed someone else. Or they can tell us about a time they got unbelievably lucky. That last one is meant to be kind of a four-leaf clover, kind of good fortune kind of a thing. But if you want to go, you know, rated NC-17 and talk about a time you got lucky, you got lucky. That is your call. It is a wide open playing field. Uh, Jeffrey, I'm going to have you go first. What kind of tale have you for me today? So I don't have a tale of betrayal because I'm a perfect person and I never do anything wrong. Okay, but (laughs) (laughs) But I do have a tale of when I got very, very lucky, regular lucky, not like NC-17 lucky. Okay, let's hear it. So I had just graduated from college and I was driving up from Atlanta to DC and my parents bought me a very much used Honda CRV, green, uh-huh. safe uh-huh. vehicle, reliable. And I was driving up all of my things by myself with my dog, Nino Brown. Mm-hmm. And we were on I-95. We'd been driving for a couple of hours. Uh, you know, I like many of the kids like to listen to some ratchet music every now and again, you know, little, little mm-hmm. John. And we mm-hmm. were driving up. And there is a semi-tractor right next to me that was like carrying, I guess, like gas or some sort of very flammable material. And my something fell off of the truck in front of me and it hit my front tire and my tire popped. And then I ran into the side of this like, you know, this huge truck and I like could see sparks flying and I couldn't get off of it. Like somehow my car was attached. And then finally I veered to the left and then I spun out and I hit the guardrail and I went like maybe like a quarter mile down, just like on the guardrail until my car just like stopped. And then I was like, holy cow. And I ran out the car and I grabbed my dog and like, I just sat there and called my parents and they came and picked me up. And that was my lucky story. I'm alive. Wow. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm hearing the little John through it. That's that's what really (laughs) drives it home and makes it that much more compelling. That's a six point story if I've ever heard Oh, thanks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. It was the. I. I do want to just add the the craziest part about it was I was thinking while I was about to die. I can't believe I'm going to die listening to fucking Little John. Please don't. Let <laughs> exactly. Me yeah. That, it's now a seven point story because of that's why you survived. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> attitude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Woo. My yeah. You can't. You can't go out that way. All yeah. right. All right. That seven point story. Uh, okay, Tom. About you, what kind yeah, of story? Yeah, I don't know. I do, uh, I don't know how to follow that. Uh, my story okay. is going to be about betrayal. Um, okay. This is uh, this is in the spirit of the Ides of March. So uh, I'm sitting at home. I've, I've worked for myself uh, for a long time, but this is when I was working for someone else. Uh, and so I'm, I'm working from home, working for someone else, sitting at home, and I get a call from a very good friend of mine who is a magician in Texas, uh, and. I'm like, oh, you know, it's not totally unusual for him to give me a call out of the blue, but it'll be, you know, a little bit like, oh, maybe he's got something going on. So I pick it up uh, and I say, hey, Brian, you know, what's going on? He's like, well, I just had an interesting call with your boss. And I'm like, oh, well, what's up with that? And that itself was not too crazy because he sometimes appeared on this network that I was working for. I was like, oh, well, what's up with that? And he's like, yeah, she offered me your job. (laughs) And I said, oh, 
you, you, you don't say like, I had no idea what uh, to respond to that. I'm like, current. Yeah. Job? The job that I was in at the time. Uh, I so I said, how did that conversation go? Uh, and yeah, I guess she had called him up out of the blue, uh, maybe in anger and was like, how would you like to, to take over this job? And, and Brian, uh, which at that point proved he was one of my best friends said, yeah, I, d- I don't think I would want to, to do that unless Tom is aware and on board. Is he leaving, et cetera, and basically turned it down. Uh, never heard about it from the boss though, ever, not once did not get fired for another six, seven months. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, it's the only way I knew about it is that my friend was good enough to give me a call and let me know, Hey, I thought you should probably know about this. Wow. Wow. We, so did you get a referral from that job? Like what kind of recommendations did you get leaving? Yeah, no, I just got fired later, uh, and then started working for myself after that. (laughs) So, you know, good move. Good yeah. move. Now, I, I would tell you that was a three point story, but the detail of your friend being a magician really <laughs> is such an extra point. I'm glad. I'm glad. That is yeah. what we call flavor. That is what we call texture. <laughs> uh huh. It's a four point story. Tom, by one point, you are our winner of Troubled uh, Waters. But my God, thank what you. a battle it turned out to no be. No kidding. Yeah, that was, I mean, a, a story of survival right to the end. That was amazing. <laughs> I'm telling you, you are both truly gifted at this game, whether you know it or not. It's a fact. Well done, the both of you. All right, now it is time for plugs. Let us know what you are working on and then to offset the ego karma. Tell us about something someone else made that you want the world to know about. We shall start with you, Jeffrey. Yeah, so uh, I am currently working on Blackout, which uh, is a sketch satire comedy extravaganza starring an all-black cast written and directed by myself. We just did a run at The Caveat in New York City. We're going to be taking it to Atlanta soon and then hopefully LA in the summertime. So it's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can follow us at Blackout Comedy. And I think something that I have seen recently that I just totally changed my world was um, Ain't No Mo, which is a Broadway play uh, written by mm-hmm. the youngest writer in Broadway history, who is this young uh, African-American guy. And it's like a sketch show, but it's like Broadway style. So you're like laughing and crying and paying a whole bunch of money. It's really good. Yeah. It's a good time. Oh, I love that. I love all of those things. <laughs> Turns out. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey. Uh, Tom. Uh, well, of course, Daily Tech News Show is my 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 biggest show, dailytechnewsshow.com. If you just want a half hour that kind of helps make you the smartest person about tech in the room, keeps you up to date. We read through all the stuff so you don't have to. Uh, mm-hmm. Check that out. It's it's every day with myself, my co-host, Sarah Lane, and Rich Straffolino, uh, dailytechnewsshow.com. Also, side note, if you're into TV shows and movies, we have Cord Killers as well, which I do with magician Brian Brushwood of the previous story fame. Uh, wow. We, we talk about, uh, you know, c- cutting the cord, watching TV shows and movies and that. Uh, that's uh-huh. CordKillers.com. Uh, and the thing that I, I want to shine some light on is a show that is done by some friends of mine called The Tech John, J-A-W-N, like Philly slang, if you're familiar <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, all about people who are black in the tech world and how they think about tech without having a code switch. Uh, so it's an excellent complimentary show to any other technology reading and it's a perspective you're not going to find anywhere else. So go check that out at thetechjohn.com. I love it. 
Uh, I am Dave Holmes. I host a podcast called Troubled Waters. Also, uh, if you want to know the whereabouts of Sudden Impact, a boy band from the 90s who never was, my 10-episode uh, investigative podcast, Waiting for Impact, Dave Holmes' passion project, is out now. Has been for a minute. Um, and the thing that I want the world to know about, and I have to ask, Christian, did I talk about Rodeo Drive last time? Yes, he did. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Well, it's still Rodeo Drive. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Rodeo Drive was a lifetime uh, game show from the year 1990 that's about gossip. And it's so crazy. It's like you can't. It's so it's like they don't understand. There are a few. I've, I've watched a few more episodes now. And it's like you're supposed to say gossip about like famous people for 15 seconds and then you win points and it's like tell us gossip about Farrah Fawcett it's like she's beautiful point like that's what it <laughs> nobody told anybody in confidence that Farrah Fawcett was beautiful anyway it's so dumb it's so dumb I love it so much I double recommend it and I may do it next time too uh, alright you you guys this has been an absolute joy Tom Merritt Jeffrey Elizabeth Copeland thank you for playing Troubled Waters you there with the headphones on the on the subway, in the car, walking the dog, whatever you're doing. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Bye. You have been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Tom Merritt. Make a noise. Hey. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Jeffrey Elizabeth Copeland. Hi. Hey. I kind of thought it would be a beep because you're a tech person. Mm, yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, I mean, next time. <laughs> just think about it for next time. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, and our producers are Christian Duvenas and Laura Swisher. Bye! Make a noise, Christian. I forgot. <laughs> there it is. Now, bye! MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.